Kerry Spence here from the Kerry Spence Art Podcast. I wanted to pose a question to you today. Did you know that mining companies in Australia can get an authorization called a Section 18, which allows them to mine heritage sites? When I heard that, I went, eh? What the hell? And I'm sure you are thinking that too. Let's back up a little bit. Here in Australia, we have some of the oldest examples of art in the form of Aboriginal cave paintings, etchings and handmade tools. The very first examples of drawing and etching with pigments from the earth. And they show us an ancient pictorial record of storytelling and the earliest figurative artwork in the world. Of course, they are of the highest importance and significance to our Indigenous people of Australia and also to the rest of the world. So in saying that, can someone tell me why on earth would Rio Tinto, a major mining corporation, be allowed to blow up Juchen, sorry, Juchen Gorge rock shelters in the Pilbara region in WA that dated back more than 46,000 years, for goodness sake, and contained artefacts and art that held huge cultural and ancestral significance to the indigenous landowners of that region. It absolutely blows my mind that this was allowed to happen. And it blew a lot of people's minds. There's been a huge uproar about it. When I first heard of it, I was stunned to say the least, and I wanted answers to so many questions. But the first being, how? How does that happen? Well, I did a bit of research, and thanks to the informative articles from the art newspaper, a lady called Elizabeth Fortescue, and the ABC's reporters, there were several articles on the ABC site, I found out this information. Apparently, mining companies can be granted a Section 18 authorization for a particular site. What does that mean? It means that they cannot be challenged by the Indigenous owners of the area. They have no expiration date on them. They're not affected by the discovery of significant heritage sites after they've been granted. And also, they cannot be revoked by the Minister for Aboriginal Affairs. Jeez. In other words, Section 18 is a get-out-of-jail-free card for mining companies and absolves them of any responsibility for the destruction caused to any site. They're actually allowed to do this. So there are currently 24 other sites which are subject to a Section 18 authorisation at the moment. And of the 463 applications lodged over the past decade that have impacted Aboriginal heritage sites on WA mining leases, none, not one, have been rejected. So wow. That means the mining industry has been complicit in the destruction of Aboriginal sites for quite some time now. And it must be terribly distressing to the traditional owners to feel powerless and vulnerable 
and not be able to protect their cultural heritage. The traditional owners, now I'm going to have a go at pronouncing this name and I apologise in advance if I don't do it very well, but here goes. The Buni Gurnti Guruma Binigura people of the Pilbara region first had knowledge of the site being blasted 10 days before. So they approached Rio Tinto only to be told that it was impossible to safely remove the number of explosives that had been set and only by detonating them could that could it be safely done. Now these caves were among the oldest in Australia with evidence of continual human habitation going back 46,000 years. The short-term gain of having access to high-grade iron ore apparently worth $135 million has come at the cost of the cultural heritage of the Indigenous people of Australia. Let's say compare it to the written word is said to be invented 5,500 years ago. The Great Pyramids were built 4,500 years ago. So we're talking another 40,000 years. Rio Tinto knew the site's importance. It delayed the planned detonation of the site so that um, excavations could recover cultural artefacts. And a Dr. Michael Slack, who led the excavations, found incredible artefacts, including pounding and grinding stones, a plaited hair belt whose DNA was linked to the traditional owners. All of this dated human occupation thousands of years earlier than previously thought. Dr. Slack said it was a massive cave. It had such rich cultural deposit, such old occupation. It was something special and so significant in that respect that it's something that an archaeologist would only excavate once or twice in their career. It's just totally amazing to me that it's possible that another human drew or chiseled pictures on a cave wall that actually those people had actually seen the megafauna that was related to dinosaurs that once lived there. Now, Australian Aboriginals were that profuse in their work that there is thought to be at least a million engravings spread over the, an area of 40, uh, sorry, 400 square kilometres in one area in northern Australia. Incredibly dense because people have been inscribing there for 30,000 years. Now, this means that the progress of the Ice Age can be traced through an art record with land animals giving way to depictions of marine species like turtles um, as, as the ice melted and the seas rose. Now that's an amazing, amazing thing. He also infor informed Rio Tinto in a report that Juckin Rock Shelters has the amazing potential to radically change our understanding of earliest human behaviour in Australia. To date, there is no other site of this age with faunal remains in unequivocal association with stone tools, and that the significance of this cannot be overstated.
yet Rio Tinto still went ahead and detonated the site because it could and it was legally allowed. What if it was the Lascaux caves in France that have some of the earliest Paleolithic cave paintings of large animals that were once native to that region? Or the Maltrefiesco cave in Spain, which has its ancient hand paintings? If a price hasn't been found for something, it's often accorded no worth. But if something has cultural, archaeological and social significance and humans are deeply affected by its loss, then isn't that priceless? My very first memory of art was an Albert Namajira painting of the Australian Outback. We had two little prints of his beautiful work in our hallway and I thought it was so beautifully coloured and it must be some exotic location overseas. My mum just chuckled and said, no, no, they are paintings of our outback in Australia. The rich reds and oranges and the deep blue purple shadows didn't compute in my little brain as, he, as the Australia I lived in was like a cool rainy climate of Victoria at the time. But now I think of those colours as essentially Australian. Albert Namajura's deep understanding of the landscape allowed him to be able to interpret that so well. Imagine if all of the paintings and works of art that we have grown up with and loved, such as the Impressionists, Renoir, Degas, the Renaissance painters, Rembrandt, Titian, Leonardo da Vinci, the Sistine Chapel ceiling, our own Heidelberg School paintings here in Australia from Tom Roberts and Frederick McCubbin. I could go on forever with a list of paintings, but imagine if they were all destroyed and by someone who was seeking to profit from their destruction. I am sure that there would be an uproar worldwide if any of this was under threat from mining or any other activity that that would cause irrevocable damage, let alone complete and utter destruction. So there's still those current four, sorry, 24 sites which are subject to a Section 18 application. Surely these will not be allowed to be a repeat of the destruction and disregard of cultural heritage. And to bury it under the disguise of commercial interest is truly criminal. Let's hope that the Australian government is not so short-sighted to put monetary gain ahead of ancient drawings that have such cultural significance. I guess it'll remain to be seen in the, in the coming months. Well, that's another episode of the Kerry Spence Art Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. And if you like the episode, hit subscribe. And email me with any questions, if you like, at info at kerryspenceart.com or direct message me on Instagram at kerryspenceart. Stay curious and keep drawing. Keep drawing.